0: Welcome to the Reddit Relations Podcast. Our first topic is. Update. How do I, 14F, talk to my mother, 37F, after I possibly caused her to lose her best friend after her son abused me? So I made this, post, a few months ago and it got some attention so I guess I'll update updated in case anyone was wondering how I am. I have since turned 15 by the way. I'm still living at home with my mom. Our relationship has taken a hit but it's still fine because she rug sweeps everything that has happened. I'm trying to tell myself that what happened was a big deal but my mind keeps minimalizing things and it's making it hard. And the fact that my mom doesn't think it's a big deal is what's really making me minimalize things. I have started to realize that how she handled it was not okay and I'm trying not to make excuses for her. So that's pretty good I guess. We have had lots of small arguments since it has happened and they are all typically like this. She asks me if I still hate Jay I say yes and get upset that she asks. She gets mad at me because I'm mad. I try to leave because I know I will start acting disrespectful. She forces me to stay. I get disrespectful. She lets me leave. She comes back 20 minutes later being all nice and sweet and pretending like we didn't fight. I just go along with it cuz I hate the atmosphere. And hash x200b. The main reason I am making this post is because I just need to vent I guess. We got into one of our biggest fights yet and I don't want to talk to anyone I know IRL right now. It started off the same way it always did except I didn't go along with her rug sweeping like usual. I called her out on it, and have pretty much said everything that you guys who replied to my post said. She failed me, she handled it poorly, she rug sweeps everything and it's not okay and I'm tired of pretending it is. Her excuse was that Jay might have autism and he doesn't know what he's doing, bullshit but whatever helps you sleep at night. I asked her if that makes everything what happened okay and she said no but she just wants me to understand why she doesn't understand why I hate him. She apologized to me for bringing it up and said that the reason she asked is because Jay's mom, they remained friends and pretended that nothing has happened, has been asking me to talk to Jay because she would hate for our friendship to end because he had to go to some military school? IDK if that's right but I know they wear military uniforms before COVID. The reason she wants us to talk is because he has no friends and I guess she is worried about his mental health. Forget my mental health, let's just focus on the abuser and the victim should obviously push her mental health aside to make him feel better. I can't stay with anyone because my aunt has no space, my grandparents are high risk and so is my dad. And my mom wouldn't let me leave no matter what and I doubt there is anything anyone can do about it. For right now I have just been working on preparing for collage and and keeping my grades up and starting new hobbies to try and keep myself happy. So yeah, not really a win in this situation, but not a loss either. That's all, I guess. Thanks to everyone who responded to my last post. And hash x200b. Edit. For all of you people saying to tell my dad here is a deeper reason why I haven't. He is married with a wife and is generally a good father now. He lets me come over to his house and I hang with him and my stepmother, pays for things that I want, and babies me. But in the past he has done some pretty crappy things. My parents didn't even go to court because he wanted my mom to take me away. He was a shitty father until I was the age of 9 or 10. I have a sister and she doesn't have a good relationship because she was 13-14 when he started stepping up, and I guess she still thinks he is a crappy father. Also, if my mom had a normal job where she could stay at home and avoid COVID, I would run over to his house as fast as possible, but my mom is a nurse. She sees COVID patients every day. I have had it at least three times and I can't quarantine myself because my house is pretty small and my mom and I are bound to run into each other. So I'm stuck. And here is what other users have been commenting. Hey op, I'm a rape crisis advocate and I just want to say, what happened to you is horrible. Your feelings are 100% valid and real, and you didn't bring any of it onto yourself. You were a child, and it's absolutely disgusting that your mom is trying to blame you in any way, shape or form. You can get free, confidential counseling at Rain. Your mom would never have to know. It may help you to have someone that is 100% on your side to speak to regularly. Is your dad aware of this whole situation? High risk or not, there are ways to keep everyone safe while you get the hell out of this house. Tell your dad dude. Your mom cares more about her friendship than she does your safety. I'm sorry you're going through this. Your mom is trying to make her friend feel better instead of you. Her top priority should be sticking by you, not helping that kid. Even if he had severe enough problems that would excuse his behavior, which I don't think is the case, the importance the impact of his actions on you. This is the thing that she can't seem to face, how it hurt you. It's not great that your mom wants to maintain a friendship with his mom, but she has no right to try to make him your project or bring you back together again. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't give in to her. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I just wanted to let you know, you didn't cause her to lose her best friend. You're not responsible for the situation at all. Jay caused it 100%. And if your mom can't figure out how to maintain her friendship while supporting you and keeping you safe, that's 100% on her. She's supposed to be a freaking mature adult. Our next topic is I21F found a picture of me from 4 years ago and my boyfriend 24M I met 1 year ago is in it. Has he been stalking me or is this a coincidence? Throw RA and I'm scared he'll find this. My boyfriend was like a custom-made guy just for me. That's how perfect he was. So, for our one anniversary, I decided to make a small collage of our relationship. I went on my computer and looked for pictures of us, and this ended up with me going down memory lane. I went all the way back to early 2016 and that's when I found a picture that almost made me shit my pants. There was a picture of me in a hot tub with two other girls and seven guys, one of the guys being my boyfriend. This was taken three years before we met and it was when I was traveling before I graduated from high school 12th grade. I remembered going to the party and having fun and being in the hot tub with some cute guys but that's not where I met him from. Our dating story was that he joined a painting class when was teaching and we fell in love etc. Now I'm wondering if he knew about me for longer than he led on. Now thinking back I don't even know how he knew of my class if he wasn't keeping an eye on me. It was a pretty inclusive class, and one day he sent me a message on social media and said that he saw some pictures of the class and it looked cool. This could be some universe star colliding mind-blowing coincidence, but I'm starting to doubt everything. Was he really a perfect guy for me, or did he stalk me long enough to know what I liked? It was uncanny how much he already got about me, and stalking would explain that. Or maybe we're just soulmates. Am I going nuts? I don't know how to process this, and to be honest I'm scared either way. Please help, what do you make of this situation and what should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. Why would he stalk you for 3 plus years prior to meeting you in person? What would have been the catalyst to cross that line, anyway? Has there been any other red flags? Did you guys gave any friends or acquaintances in common prior to your first meeting? Has he ever said something that indicated he knew more about you than he should, or has he ever mentioned something about you past that you don't remember telling him about? Coincidences happen, probably more often than we think. 1. He's in a photo from three years ago. 2. He put a tracker on your car. 3. He put a tracker on your dog. 4. He put a tracker on your phone. 5. He put cameras inside your home. 6. You are scared of him seeing this post. 7. Your gut tells you something is wrong. 8. You describe him as both obsessive and possessive. 9. He has shown up with gifts that just happened to be things you broke the night before. 10. He pushed you to move in fast. Trust your gut. This is either a stalker that is very dangerous, or a massively possessive boyfriend that is very dangerous. Don't silence your gut when it gives you a warning. At a bare minimum, 2-10 to ten are huge red flags with or without the picture. The picture could be a coincidence. Sure. But your gut is telling you otherwise. It's not just the picture. He did know a lot about you when you started dating. An amount that you find unsettling. He tracks your location by your dog's collar and your phone. He has put cameras on the inside of your home. He always knows where you are. He is always watching you. That's an absolutely ludicrous amount of control to give over to a partner. I do not think you are safe with this man. Start planning your exit ASAP. Please stay safe. It could just be a coincidence. I found a pic of my fiancé in one of my old photos from when I was in Amsterdam a decade before we met, he was just in the background of a random picture I took. We both live in Australia so that was super weird. Is it possible that he didn't know it was you in the hot tub? He might have no idea that you were one of those two girls. I mean, trust your guy but even if he did know of you before that class. Maybe he just really wanted to meet you so he made it happen? Any other red flags in the relationship? Our next topic is. Update. My, 18f, little brother, 15m, is using my clothes to masturbate. The original text is down below. So, Jesus, this was embarrassing that almost a thousand people saw what I wrote, but it helped. This is what I did. I didn't involve my parents, y'all bold to assume I even had the guts to tell them this, and I had the most awkward and embarrassing talk with my brother so I've seen a lot of people telling me to consider if he was maybe exploring his body and maybe having a gender identity crisis, not trying to be offensive, I don't know how to phrase it. Definite no, since they were used, I wouldn't jump to masturbation without evidence yo, he's my brother and there were undeniable proof. They were not used in a sense of warn, if that makes sense. I told him he was going to pay for the damage on my underwear and that he could use this chance to buy some if he wanted for whatever reason. I told him doing what he did was fine and natural, just involving my stuff was crossing the line. Also we do not have any animals or dogs, sorry I couldn't reply to the comments. He didn't tell me why, and I don't really want to know, but hopefully he stops. If not, guess who's gonna be bold enough to tell my parents this. I want to curl into a ball and just turn into a rock from the cringe and awkwardness, but I guess it's over. Thanks you guys, we will never speak of this again lol. Original text. Throw R.A. My brother has been using my clothes to masturbate. I know since I know exactly what I'm missing, and I found one of them used in his room. Is it just because it's a distinctly feminine clothes? Or does it have anything to do with me? I'm not a boy, so I have no idea how the mind works. Is this a normal phase? I am mortified, and now I have to go buy some clothes, but I want to know what conclusion I come to with this. What should I make of this? And here is what other users have been commenting. At least it's over. You handled that well. This is so weird to say to him but there are whole subreddits like Used panties and websites devoted to women selling their dirty panties online for men to buy and use for masturbation purposes. Smelling dirty panties is one of the top fetishes in America, and most guys start by stealing a female family member or family member's female friend, like a sister's friend who sleeps over, etc., because that's the only place they have access to them because they don't realize they can just buy them off the internet. Why are you reposting this? You got almost 300 comments on your last thread. Edit. Sorry, just now realize it's an update and not a repost, lol. MB. It's nothing to do with you, Op. As a 33 male I can tell you 15 boy me had some weird wanks I hope I never think about ever again past this statement. Nauseated face Nauseated face. I guess you don't really know how much of it is about you but regardless of what degree it may be about you. He involved you anyway by using your clothes. Which cannot not involve you so yes, it is weird for associating sex with similar blood. Unless it was simply a careless intent to disregard disrespect you. The reason he got your clothes likely is because of you being female, whether it's because of your noticeably different sense, natural or even products or any combination etc. Even just thoughts of what is female can be enough to want to heighten arousal, I think that's how I relate to it anyway. Our next topic is. My, M34, brother's fiancés, both mid-twenties, little brother, M17, is an alleged serial child molester. Nobody knows what to do. My brother went off to college in another town in our country and met a girl from there. Now that he is finishing college he wants to get married to her and as per our culture my family had to go over there to meet her family and ask for her hand. We went last week and while there I decided to look up some old friends who lived there. It is a relatively small place where everybody knows everybody. I was talking with a pair of my friends and told them about the family my brother was marrying into and they gave each other weird looks. I pressed them for a while to tell me what was wrong, and they finally gave in and told me that the girl's younger brother has been caught several times sexually assaulting children. He has been beaten up by the victim's relatives a few times, but our country has no functioning security, judicial, or child protection system, so nothing more has happened to him. When I got home, I asked another friend who is originally from there, and he called his parents who confirmed these allegations. Now, our marriages usually last a week with the two families mixing a lot children running around, crowds, food, musicians etc. I am afraid of telling anyone about what I know lest I become a party pooper, or spoil my brother's happiest day. At the same time I want to protect the kids during the wedding celebrations and after. What should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. You have to sit down with your brother and talk to him about this. If you heard it, he probably heard it too. Talk to him. You won't always be there to watch her brother. And if she has kids with brother, it is best you speak to your brother and go from there. I wouldn't want him around kids in my family. You tell everyone. Now. Your allegiance is to the children. Not the molester. Not your brother. The children. The children deserve to be protected immediately. There is no other option. He deserves no immunity. I don't know what the correct response to this is. You should tell your brother, of course, but you can't just tell him. What about all the parents of children who may have no idea? This dangerous person needs to be removed from the picture entirely, preferably permanently, but of course that's not something you can do without repercussions to yourself. You must absolutely tell your whole family so that the children can be protected during the wedding week. Awkwardness and a bit of family tension are nothing compared to a child being abused. Our next topic is My, 25F, boyfriend, 25M, says really mean things to me in his sleep. I need to preface this by saying that when my boyfriend is awake, he is wonderful and I couldn't be happier. We laugh and joke all day and spending time with him in general is truly a joy. Yes, I mean this. No, he doesn't upset me at all when he's awake. Also, for some background. He works night shifts at a job he really hates, so when he comes home, he likes to just relax unwind, usually with whiskey or beer. Typically we cuddle or I massage his back and legs until he's drunk enough to fall asleep. Edit: He doesn't need alcohol to fall asleep. I worded this wrong. He can fall asleep fine without it, I just meant that the alcohol makes him fall asleep quicker than usual. I have insomnia so I usually end up staying awake for a while after he falls asleep. I'm also really sensitive to aggressive tone of voice due to some past trauma. He only really talks in his sleep if I shift too quickly or try to move him over a little bit if I have no room on the bed or if I move the blanket too much and it disturbs him. He usually snaps at me saying, quit fucking moving, or, can you please fucking stop, or, oh my fucking god, just things in general that give off an indication that he's really annoyed with me. There's also been a couple unprompted times where he's stirred or rolled over, I guess disturbing his own sleep, and said things like, I can do better than this, etc. Because of my sensitivity I usually end up crying over these things. I try to make it a point not to bring up the things he says, does in his sleep, unless they're funny which sometimes happens, because, for one, I really don't think he can control it, and 2, when I have brought up things he said, he always ends up feeling horribly guilty for the things he says and that makes me feel guilty for saying anything. Last night, in his sleep, he ripped my blanket away from me, we sleep with separate blankets because this has been an issue in the past, and tucked it under himself and his own blanket. It was really cold in the room so I tried to take it back, but he grabbed my hand and shoved it away. I didn't want to have to wake him up but he's a lot stronger than me and no matter what I tried to do I just couldn't get the blanket back. I shook him gently and kept saying, baby, can you please give me back my blanket? I was met with sleepy grunts but he still wouldn't give it back. Finally after a little persistence he sat up really quickly and yelled, what do you want? Jesus you're annoying. I said, I just want my blanket back please. He shoved it towards me and nearly knocked me off the bed and then instantly laid back down and started snoring. I didn't sleep at all last night because of this. It's really eating at me. I really don't want to be annoying to him, especially when he's trying to rest after work. But I also don't know how I can keep putting up with this. Part of me wonders if he actually means any of the things he says. When he woke up this morning I couldn't bring myself to say anything about it but I also couldn't look him in the eye. I guess my question in this is am I being too sensitive? Should I bring this up to him? I don't know how much that would accomplish because he usually has no recollection of it and doesn't know how to control it. What can I do to keep my sensitivity from affecting our relationship and the way I see him myself? And here is what other users have been commenting. That's so weird. I really don't know what to make of it. However, you should definitely keep talking to him about this. Maybe even seek medical help, because there is something going on during his sleep. One thing for sure, this is not your fault. You're not being annoying, you just want to sleep comfortably without being cussed at. So don't feel bad about this, don't feel bad about laying this on him, because he is causing it. Whether consciously or not, he is causing you a lot of pain, and that needs to be fixed. And you can't fix something you don't really know is going on. I was expecting legitimate sleep talking. This just sounds like someone being an asshole when they're trying to sleep. No, you're not being too sensitive. And like, you don't have to co-sleep, you know. If this is what you're going to go through, don't sleep in the bed with him. First, it's not you. An unenjoyable, unfulfilling job plus you plus a splash of alcohol and mixed together with unconscious equals nonsense. Yes, you are the target but that's because you fill a big part of his brain. A sleepy brain is a stupid brain and not co-sleeping may need to be discussed. My ex used to do this stuff and I always thought of it as his abusive tendencies leaking out. He turned into an incredibly abusive narc. Got to the point I was afraid to sleep in the bed with him. Thank you for listening to our podcast and see you on the next episode.